Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we do our photography and videography for our blog, uh, trending news topics, and whatever's kind of piquing our interest that week. So this week we've been inspired by... We went, we attended an event and listened to a panel that ended up being a lot about activism. Yes. And we... Which was not what we thought the subject was going to be based on the name. Yeah. And we found that for pretty much the entire panel, we had different opinions. Than most of the panelists. Yes. Yeah. Than especially like the people who are being the most vocal yes. on the panel. Which is pretty frequent for us. So we're going to talk about our idea of activism yes on this episode and kind of touch on the um type of activism that was talked about on the panel and why we think that it might be dangerous to veganism yes so where do you want to start i don't even know um so do you consider yourself an activist no why not i think shame on you okay (laughs) i know i think it's because of the negative connotations towards the word activist. Like, there's a lot of negative views on that word. Like, it's a pretty negative word if you just look at it yeah. based on, like, the actions behind an activist sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they're all do most of them are doing it for good reasons. Yeah. But, like, sometimes they do it in a poor way. I yeah. just don't do that. Like, yeah. I think... I like the word, and I still hate this word, but I like the word influencer better than activist because mm. I, like, try and just, like influence rather than be aggressive yeah Yeah. as soon as you were like activism seems like a negative word or just seems like a a harsh word all i could think was aggressive 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 because all of the activism that you see in the news it's always the aggressive there is peaceful activism out there like sit-ins and things like that like those are like peaceful forms of activism which are great and Mm -hmm. like all for them if you want to do them but i just don't do that kind of stuff yeah and i think a lot of times activism can take a little bit of an extreme form yeah and we don't really want to be extreme yeah the only thing we're extreme about is our use of buffalo sauce yeah that's my activism yeah that's definitely (laughs) activism um yeah no i i don't know i just don't i don't want to like i ready don't like being associated with the word vegan mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't think i need vegan activism in the my title yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people would tell you that that makes you like a bad, a bad vegan. vegan yes you're not or they would just be like oh then you're plant-based yeah <laughs> um okay fine. yeah no i i don't know i think it i think this whole notion of the being good vegans and bad vegans is what's most dangerous for mm. veganism because like no one's going around being like, you're a bad omnivore. What? <laughs> How could you be bad at just eating food? Like, you're not advocating for cheese. <laughs> like, it just like doesn't make sense to me. You can't be a good or a bad vegan. Like It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. If you're eating vegan, you're a good vegan. Yeah. That's the definition. If you're not eating fully vegan, you're not vegan, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. Like... I, I don't, why, who's going to tell me, who, and where's the vegan police? Who are the ones to be like, you're like a grade A level vegan. You're like a C, so there's some room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't ever want to get my vegan grade. Yeah, me neither. I don't think it would be high. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, and like the whole time that like some people were like talking about these like ways of doing activism, like there were claps going on and like cheers. And I was just like, why? 
No, don't do that. If there's any non-vegans in this audience, they're probably so discouraged right now because they're like, you're all crazy. Yeah, or even like new vegans that are like worried about screwing up or worried about not being good enough. Yeah. That is enough to make them feel like they don't belong here or they're not Mm -hmm. a part of this. You know what I mean? It can make them feel so isolated. Yeah, no, I just hate this like, like I don't want to go into, like I feel like people don't want to go into, especially diet culture. Like I know veganism for a lot of people isn't a diet, Mm -hmm. but like, diet is part of it Mm -hmm. so especially like diet culture and just switching up what you eat and stuff it's already a pretty negative world Mm -hmm. that like i feel like if you like smack on like even if like people are going vegan for the animals not anything to do with health or anything like that like as soon as you slap on that you can be a good version or a bad version people are like what (laughs) and just get stressed out and like feel like they need to do things like like watch literally every single thing they eat to like yeah a tea and it's just like it's no enjoy your life (laughs) yeah it used to bother me a lot more like worrying that i wasn't being good enough or like strict enough yeah like not that i don't i eat things that aren't vegan i don't do that but i remember just thinking like oh is it okay that i'm eating oreos because i know like the palm oil thing palm oil and like you're buying from a company that's not vegan yeah and all that type of stuff and i was always worried about posting that kind of stuff because like people are gonna tell you you're not good enough and i really don't want to hear about that when i'm trying to figure out how to be vegan and what works best for me just let me do me right Yeah. yeah no i think like i think where the biggest thing we differ and why we differ from these people so much is that like my end goal isn't for the whole world to be vegan i think it would be great if it was but i'm also not mad if it's not Mm -hmm. like it sucks yeah but i'm not gonna beat myself up for it because oh my god i didn't make the whole world go vegan what Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't know i just like it's just it's upsetting to me and there's like that whole um I just, I don't like this, like, you're, like, putting so much weight on somebody's shoulders that, like, the moment you go vegan, you have to be this activist, and you have to be doing all this extra stuff, and you have to be, it's not just enough to just eat vegan anymore, you have to do all these other things if you want to be considered a vegan, and it's just, like, no, you're still making a huge impact just eating vegan without doing any form of activism at all. Yeah. Because, like, whether you believe it or not, eating vegan is a form of activism, Mm. Just simply by if someone asks you what you're eating, there you go. That's one person that might not known. Mm-hmm. Like if you're eating like a vegan chicken, they might not have known there is a ve- even a vegan chicken option mm-hmm. out there. That's like a form of activism or influence or whatever. Yeah. Like without a doubt, as soon as you're the token vegan in yeah. any situation, there's like... You have so much power. There's a, And there's a certain level of like they're going to ask you questions they're going to expect you to have the answers and you feel like you need to be this like representation of veganism and you're like this mascot for veganism yeah and like sometimes that makes me really uncomfortable especially when i'm like i don't know the right answer here so what but you don't know the right answers about everything you eat so i say i don't know all the time yeah like this thing where they're like what about this and this and this i'm like i don't know do you know what goes into your food like i don't know what goes into all of my food it's probably made of soy i don't know (laughs) i'm still trying to figure it out just like i'm sure you might still be trying to figure out what you're eating and how it affects your body but i in a lot of ways i feel like i'm not so much an activist or even an influencer i feel like i'm just like educating people yeah like i just want them to learn more and i don't want to do it by like being really aggressive and one of the 
the things they kept talking about on the panel was show people graphic documentaries and of slaughterhouses. Like, they kept going back to that so I'm not going to die d- deny that there's probably a f- quite a few people who've gone vegan or like yeah. plant-based or whatever it is because of it or reduce their intake. They probably do help. But I feel like there's ways to show people veganism before going straight to these horrible documentaries that could like actually like scar people because they're so hard to watch and they're so sad and like if people don't have to think of animals that way why are you gonna make them do it like if if they don't have to think of animals that way in order to eat vegan yeah why are you gonna force them to think of animals that way it just makes me sad and like why do we have to use like fear and sadness yeah. as the leading why don't you just use, to make people want to go vegan yeah why it's don't like you just the whole, use how delicious this plate is yeah it's or, like the whole idea of uh give yourself rewards instead of giving pun- punishments yeah. for like behavior right yeah just and show I'm them like, with good food yeah and i'm like not upset about talking about like the conditions of because it is a big part of it yeah. of course like talk about the conditions that animals have to go through and that you know it is technically murder or whatever, you know. I still hate using that term for it, but like it's still technically all these things, mm-hmm. and you can still talk about that kind of aspect of it. But I think forcing someone to watch something so graphic is like it's, and I think people might be mad at me for making this comparison. It's like forcing like a young boy to watch rape mm. and being like, this is bad. And yeah. like you can teach people in different ways. Mm-hmm about things being bad like i don't think you need to show people how graphic things are in order for them to get it Mm -hmm. because like i didn't watch any graphic things before going vegan but i went vegan still Mm -hmm. so i watched a few afterwards but nothing like anything too intense i turned off it's like so sad i can't but like i didn't need any of that stuff to go vegan you just watched a cow cry and you went like you stopped eating beef so like you don't need these things Mm -hmm. and i'm sure it helps some people but to go straight to that seems so harsh and so like dangerous because <laughs> like it's not it's just not fun to watch and like my goal isn't to make someone sad mm-hmm. when i want them to go vegan like i don't want them to be afraid that they're murdering something and that's why they're going vegan i don't know yeah like i can't deny that the empathy aspect of veganism is really what yeah. keeps me going but that doesn't come from like seeing all these graphic things because like i avoid those things so much and the only documentary i've watched is cowspiracy yeah i haven't watched anything else because i don't want that i don't, I don't think i've watched cowspiracy i don't need that i watched earthlings that's the one like more graphic-y mm-hmm. type thing i watched the one with joaquin phoenix which is so fucking sad to watch yeah it's so sad like, i just don't need that to feel sad enough but um, that's also i wonder though me. i think like the biggest thing that we don't know about though is like because the empathy is a big driving force for both of us yeah. for the animals but like vegan food is also delicious like i yeah. wonder what would happen if it was like empathy is still a driving force but what if the food wasn't good yeah. like could you get over if the food wasn't good still being that empathy is just this driving force like i'm just gonna have to accept that i don't like my meals (laughs) like as people who enjoy food so much like that's like the real the biggest thing is like i hate like when people dismiss enjoyment of food Mm -hmm. that is a huge part of eating Mm -hmm. like that's reasons why like most people in the world don't choose based on just nourishment they Mm -hmm. choose based on healthy choices they choose based on what they want to eat what looks good to them all that kind of stuff what's available to them so i hate when people dismiss be like oh meat just tastes good like that's your only reason for killing something it's like i'm not trying to defend it but it's a pretty big reason why people eat food Mm -hmm. because food tastes good (laughs) like so i just don't like when people dismiss that 
that whole excuse. It is an excuse because they haven't been able to find vegan food they like yet. And would you rather, like, I mean, yes, it would be great if they stopped killing animals to eat their food, but, like, at the ex- extent of their happiness towards food and their relationship with food doesn't seem like a really mm-hmm. good sacrifice to me. Yeah. So, like, trying to find those, you have to, like, address the fact that they need to find food that they still enjoy that isn't, that is vegan. Mm-hmm. Because enjoyment is a huge part of why people eat food. Yeah, if anything, like, that's the part of veganism that I care so much about is making sure that people are trying, like, good vegan yeah. food. Because so many people try vegan food that is just, like, mediocre or it's yeah. not good at all and they never want to try it again. And they just, that that's what makes them not yeah. understand veganism. Like, there's a reason that we have so many different restaurants and so many different cuisines and restaurants are coming out with, like, gimmicky things all the time and, like, all this stuff. Because people enjoy food. Mm-hmm. They enjoy the taste of really good food. So, like, if people didn't, we'd just have really basic healthy meals everywhere because you're just trying to nourish your body. Mm-hmm. But that's not what people, how people view food. So you need to address that meat does taste good to a lot of people and you need to find ways to make vegan meats or whatever, like, the vegan food that they're going to use as a substitute taste good too. Mm-hmm. And that, in a sense, that they won't miss that meat. Yeah. So I hate that whole dismissing of the argument that, oh, meat just tastes good, so that's the only reason. It's a big reason. That is a really big reason. You want to enjoy your life too, you know? Yeah. And I really think that so many of the hardcore activists don't think about how just showing them good food can make the biggest difference. Yeah. Like their protests and the aggressive documentaries, like that stuff can be powerful. Yeah. But like in the long term and for the average person to actually be able to see themselves eating plant-based on a regular basis. They have to enjoy it. Yeah. They have to experience the food that we associate with veganism. Yeah, like, anytime I have to eat something, like, really boring, like, let's say I go to a restaurant mm-hmm. and, like, it's something that, like, there's not a lot of vegan options. If I'm eating, like, if I had to eat like that all the time, I would be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, this, like, I mean, I'm like, this is good for one or two meals because if I have to do it, whatever, everyone, everyone has to eat meals they're mm-hmm. not the hugest fans of or they wouldn't choose all the time. But, like, I'd be like, if I was eating like this all the time, it would be so much harder to stay vegan. Yeah. Because I really like good food. <laughs> like so i don't know i just like i hate when people dismiss that ex- that excuse yeah because it just makes me sad and it on it i feel so bad whenever you are put in that situation where you're the only options are pretty bad mm-hmm. vegan food yeah and you're with non-vegans yeah, and they're yeah. like this is so sad and i'm this like is, no but this this isn't. this isn't what it is this i swear this is yeah. a bad example that's yeah. why because this happens at work a lot like if we'll go for lunch or something yeah. There's some really good options, but yeah. there's some that are kind of mediocre. There's some that are just like, we're putting this on because it's a vegan option. It's not that good, but yeah. we have a vegan option. So Yeah, and it's just, it gives people such a sad impression. And then I have opportunities like potlucks where I bring in like this really good food. And then I'm like, this is the food I'm talking about when yeah. I say that veganism is doable. Yeah. Not the food that you see me eat when I can't find something good yeah. like at yeah. the food court or something, yeah. you know? No, I know. So that's the one thing. That's the main thing about activism that bothers me. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do watch, actually, a decent amount of, like, vegan activists on YouTube. Not, like, all the time, but occasionally. Like, there's, like, Earthling Ed and all those. Um, and every occasionally I'll watch his, like, debates. Because I do find them interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of arguments he's doing versus, like, how he's responding to people. Because I actually find he responds really well mm-hmm. to people. He doesn't, like, call them, like, selfish for choosing... I mean, in a way he does, but, like, in a nice way (laughs) for choosing taste over things. And, like, he actually, like, comes up with some sound arguments. So I enjoy watching him sometimes. But, like, it just makes me sad that a big part of, like, when someone comes back and being like, meat tastes good. 
And like people are like, oh, that's enough of an excuse. For some people it is. And Mm -hmm. for a lot, like most of the world it is because they still want to enjoy, like food is a huge part of your life. It's not like you have one meal a day and you're done. Mm -hmm. People are eating three to what, five times a day with snacks and stuff like that. It's a huge part of your day. And I also think that you're, like people underestimate the convenience factor because I think there's a lot of people that would eat more plant-based and if they more often yeah if it was available yeah and if it was more convenient and the other thing is that for a lot of people too cooking and food in general is very intimidating yeah even like the everyday food that they've been brought up on it still feels like something they aren't that great at yeah you try to throw in limiting them and they have to explore these different cooking methods or these different foods like all of that together yeah and one thing that i don't like too is like going to that convenience factors like i do think people would eat more plant-based if they could but like if you see like oh here's an awesome vegan burger you have to make gluten and all this stuff and add this and it's gonna take two hours to make one burger and you're like what mm-hmm. you're like that no mm-hmm. i could just buy a burger yeah. down the street so like i think like like there's a there's a place for all more comp like complicated recipes and like we make them too but like I think what we need to see more of, and I think what we're actually trying to do with TMG now a little bit, is just come up with some really simple recipes that involve some store-bought ingredients, not everything from scratch. Like, that's just, like, quick and easy meals that, like, this is what people don't have time to cook two hours a day Mm -hmm. or, like, make something every day for lunch, you know? These are, like, easy things that you can just whip together that are still really good. Yeah, and like the impact we've seen of Beyond Meat becomes mm-hmm. so widely available. Well, that's like is actually insane. Every time I haven't really been to Tim Hortons a lot, but every time I'm in A and W, there are so many people yeah. with Beyond Meat burgers. Yeah, and whether or not they have cheese on them or whatever, whether it's fully vegan, I don't care. It's the fact that you're also seeing the branding on the side of the like burger wrapper yeah. too, and I'm like, wow, like people in front of me in line are getting beyond meat all the time like when everyone when anyone has like a bigger order there's like at least one beyond meat burger in there and i'm like this is insane like mm-hmm. so many people are choosing the beyond meat option it's so cool yeah it actually blows my mind that like this time last year to find a breakfast option for was a vegan impossible? was yeah not a normal thing and now we have two options well breakfast option as a vegan was hash browns yeah and now <laughs> we can go to a&w or tim hortons yeah and like, guys and the options life? are good yeah like they're not even like oh this is an actual finally a vegan option but it doesn't taste that good but it's good enough no it's good like the tim hortons Seriously. breakfast sandwich is the best I'm, like i remember when we went to um london for globally local and like their breakfast sandwiches are incredible and i still wish they were in toronto but like we were like imagine we could like this is what we're missing is a breakfast sandwich at a fast food place like i want a breakfast Mm -hmm. sandwich and then all of a sudden two pop up and you're like what yeah like i feel so spoiled (laughs) i cannot wait for the day when there's cheese and egg on that too i know But like for now this is huge it's like that's another thing too like the a and w one i liked it wasn't my favorite thing Mm -hmm. ever but the Tim Hortons one, honestly, so doesn't even really need a lot. Like, egg, I never really liked egg anyway, so I don't really care about that. But I get why people would want mm-hmm. that option. But, like, cheese, like, even a sauce. The McDonald's one doesn't really need it. Like, the it's Tim really... One? Oh, sorry, yeah. The Tim Hortons one <laughs> doesn't really need it. It's still really good as it is. Oh, yeah, it is. So and the biscuit. I mean, the yeah. biscuit. And I also love, like, seeing Tim Hortons... Like, A&W getting it was awesome because um it's awesome now because they've expanded so much in canada like mm-hmm. five years ago if they had done it it really wouldn't have mattered mm-hmm. to me much because there's not a lot of aws around five years ago they've exploded recently like they're doing real well that's not a sign to every other fast food chain to add some meat free options on there come on guys um but uh 
Tim Hortons doing it? Because there's a Tim Hortons in like every street oh, yeah. in Canada. Like it's impossible to drive anywhere without seeing a Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. So like having it available everywhere is insane. Like road trips up north, like that's crazy to me. Yeah. And like seriously, this type of just the convenience and the availability and the accessibility makes a way bigger difference to the everyday person than seeing protesters yeah. go to a restaurant and well, it's even pretend like to be my, slaughtered. My parents who um, are on the move a lot and stuff, uh, they have to, they get Tim Hortons a lot for breakfast. They get the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich now. They get the one with egg and cheese or whatever options they get. They don't get the fully vegan one, but they get the Beyond Meat now because they really like the taste of the Beyond Meat patty more than the taste of the mm-hmm. pork sausage patty that tim hortons has so it was like like when they i took them to get it the first time when we all went to try it and then they told me they got it again i was like what they're like yeah we're just gonna get it from now on because it's there and we think it tastes better than the other option anyways it's like whoa that's so cool you're getting it from now Mm -hmm. on that's insane so like my parents aren't vegan but like now whenever they get tim hortons which is quite frequent they're gonna have a vegetarian option Mm -hmm. which before they would have been eating pork or whatever it was so that's so awesome that They've fully, like, switched a full meal for my parents, basically. Yeah. And, like, that kind of touches on one of the lines that they used in the um, panel yesterday was, or I don't know if it was that panel, but yesterday. During a panel. Yeah. It was this whole idea of, like, oh, you're just one person. Can you make a difference? And they kind of thought that, you know, you need to go through these aggressive routes to make a difference. But you don't. Because, like, we are both one person. Yeah. And within our lives. Yeah. The impact we've made on individual people just from like showing them food and just talking about veganism yeah. like even, normally yeah it's like also like even if they're not vegan like, like no one even if no life. one's changed to become vegan or anything they're also like more accepting to vegan yeah. foods and they're more accepting to vegan options and like like i've mentioned this on the podcast a lot our family meals at like holidays are all vegan except for the turkey like that wasn't a thing five years ago mm-hmm. like i just had to make do with vegetables and whatever i made for myself now every side dish is vegan and like people don't notice at all my favorite thing that people don't notice is the caesar salad yeah because i get the earth island caesar dressing and the king's vegetarian bacon and no one knows notices Mm -hmm. it it's great yeah um but yeah so like no one in my family i've turned no one vegan in my family yeah but i'm not mad about it because they're also having a lot more vegan meals that they wouldn't have had without me being vegan exactly like my parents have cauliflower wings once a week at least my brother and his girlfriend have cauliflower wings all the time like it's just a thing that happens even like my younger brother his girlfriend i think I don't know if she's vegetarian or she used to be, but they have a lot of veggie options too. Like they get a veggie burger from time to time. It's like, it's that one just like having a person in your life that's no pressure about it that they're like, yeah, sure, I'll Mm -hmm. give it a try. Even just have one bite of my burger to see how good it is. And like, it's just, it's so nice. Like, and even like my parents all the time to us are like, we're so happy you're not like pushy people. (laughs) I was like, because why? I don't know why. I think everyone in our lives is glad we're not pushy. Yeah. Because, like, we're the only vegan people in our lives, right? Other than, like, friends that we've met yeah, through blogging like, and stuff. in our yeah. close But, yeah, like, we anyone we knew before basis. starting TMG, yeah. none of them are vegan. Yeah. but we And st- still none of them are vegan. Yeah. But I still, like, I'm feeling less and less isolated as the only vegan around. Because like, they're sometimes just... Sometimes it hits you, but... Yeah. A lot of times, like, people are really accepting and... And they're just so used to it now, too, because we've yeah. made it so normal and, like, I don't know... And they'll want to find the substitutes. Like, they'll want to be able to make the food for you. Yeah. And, like, my parents, 
are making so many vegan meals. They fully are just like going through vegan cookbooks and be like, let's make this one. Let's make this one. That's let's amazing. make this one. And they're finding more and more options that they like. Yeah. Just because like it's normal to them now. Yeah. And at work, like whenever we're doing a potluck, people are like, what can I make? That How can I veganize this thing that I want to yeah. make? Or should I bring like a version for you that's vegan? And I'm usually like, you don't have to do that. I don't care if you do that. Yeah. If it's too much work or if it's buying no, too yeah. many extra products, if like, it's don't too much do money, it. yeah, yeah I really don't care. Uh, but I appreciate that. Or if I can bring part of that because yeah. I might already have it. Yeah, I'll just bring it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're so accepting. Yeah, even like you said you had like a salad potluck or oh whatever. Gosh, and had... like someone who wasn't that into vegan food really liked the chicken. Yeah, I had such a proud moment. Yeah. Like we had a it's salad. So awesome. We had a salad potluck, which I mean is a little it bit It was a sad. bowl potluck. Yeah, it was anything that could go in a bowl. <laughs> which is anything. Yeah. And I was like, well, I got to make something very indulgent because I don't really like salad. Yeah. So I made a pasta salad that had like a ranch dressing Did anyone it. actually just make a salad? No, thankfully. Okay. <laughs> um, so I made pasta salad with a ranch dressing on it. And then I used some of the tofurkey lightly seasoned chicken slices. Yeah. And I cooked them in buffalo sauce. And then I added in some king's bacon <laughs> and like some chopped mm. carrots and cucumber so and good. everyone liked it so much and to the point where they were like if you hadn't if i didn't know that this was if vegan, i didn't know it was being served from a vegan yeah yeah i might think that that's real chicken yeah. and they can be some of them can be like very critical of yeah. vegan food yeah not that they don't like it but they're very critical of like yeah realistically this isn't that good yeah but to the point where they came up to me afterwards and like so what was the brand of that <laughs> chicken because like shout I, out to tofurkey can i do i should do i dare ask for the recipe whoa and i was like damn so proud right now shout out to tofurkey's lightly roasted what is it lightly seasoned chickens lightly seasoned Slice, chicken, chicken strips, strips or something they're so good so we put good. them in our like stuffed uh sweet potato thing mm -hmm. yeah and i find if you because you're supposed to pan fry it in oil yeah sometimes i'll do butter instead Ooh, just so you get a little bit little, more yeah. like indulgent in there oh yeah but yeah so like i don't know i think like listening to the panel there were some great people up there, mm -hmm. but like listening to the panel, I just like s verbally got so angry because I was like, I don't like that this is the represent representation of veganism. It's a part of veganism for sure. And I think it should be represented, but I think a much bigger part of veganism or plant-based, whatever you want to call it, is the people who aren't going to be activists in the traditional sense. They're going to be people who just dabble into vegan food, try it once in a while, maybe have it more often. Maybe you're never fully vegan, but are incorporating vegan meals. I think that's the majority of veganism. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most, not the most we can hope for. Obviously, you can hope everyone goes vegan. But I think that's the most realistic and I think should be the goal for most vegans. Of course, you would love to see people go all vegan all the way. But like... If I can help someone eat a vegan meal every day, mm -hmm. that's a pretty big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not saving all the animals, but it's saving a lot of animals. So, yeah. I don't know. I just, like, I will say, I, like, I feel like we say this all the time whenever we talk about this kind of stuff. But, like, applaud effort. Mm -hmm. Don't tell, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the last part of that sentence concisely. But, like, applaud effort. Don't criticize what they're not doing. Yeah. Because, like that gets you nowhere and we do this comparison all the time it's the same thing with a boss at work mm -hmm. if the, if you do something great it might not have been as 
like great as somebody else could have done it but if your boss comes up and be like you could have done better you're gonna feel like shit Mm -hmm. instead of being like oh my god this is so awesome maybe next time we can try this or whatever like that kind of stuff works so much better than someone going up and be like it's not enough like yeah cool but no yeah the whole idea of progress over perfection is something i try to tell myself like in all aspects of my Mm -hmm. life and i think that that should apply to how we think of people who are not vegan yeah who are like just kind of curious about it or they want to do a little bit of it yeah that's progress and it does not need to be perfect it's like like i liked i really like there was one talk on sustainability um where she was amazing she was so real about it Mm -hmm. and she's like it was mostly on sustainability not veganism but she was like so real about like no you can't be 100 percent sustainable all the time yeah like and that's okay do as best as you can as best as you're comfortable with and try and improve if you can as you go like she talked about how like a lot of medications people don't realize aren't vegan Mm -hmm. but if you need to take medications take medications Mm -hmm. like you're not not a vegan just because you have to take some medications that were maybe tested on animals or something it sucks that they were but if you're sick take medication don't deprive yourself of that because you think you're gonna be a bad vegan for it like that's so i hate when people talk about that like that i feel like the extremeness of like activism and things is what makes people feel like they need to stop literally every little thing but you can't Mm -hmm. i'm sorry in a world that we are in now you can't be 100 vegan there's no such thing as the perfect vegan Mm -hmm. so do the best that you can that's within reason for yourself your health your family your situation whatever you're in yeah and i worry so much because this event that we were at it was a free event so there's a big chance that there were non-vegans in the audience or maybe new vegans in the audience and i worry about what impression that left on them yeah and whether they felt isolated or by the way this is nothing against the event we loved the event no it was a great event (laughs) but i just worry about like people thinking that that aggressive form of veganism is what veganism is yeah no i know and and like again i'm not going to deny it's obviously a part of veganism like there's activists in every single Mm -hmm. different movement there is out there that you you can't deny it if you want to do activism go for it i just hate this whole if you're not an activist you're not doing enough Mm -hmm. that's what i hate about that especially i don't know if it's like this in other movements but the vegan movement because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I can see it more. But like, that's what I hate most about. Like, if you want to be an activist, go be an activist. That's awesome. But don't tell someone else they're not doing enough if they're not doing it your way. That just doesn't work that way. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, it makes me so upset. Yeah. Because like, I don't think like, I went vegan by myself. I had no vegan influence in my life. I discovered Oh She Glows, which is a blog. And I was like, let's try some of these recipes. This could be fun. I don't know if I had had... I had no real like experience with vegans at all yeah good or bad before that so I don't know like I'm curious if I had attended an event like this before going vegan seen that kind of stuff if it would have been so easy for me to go vegan because it was really easy for me to go vegan I just did it but like I'm curious if it would have been as easy Mm. I don't know I think I would have struggled with the idea of not seeing anyone that was like me yeah or felt the way that i did like i i honestly like i feel like if i was like that i can almost guarantee that you wouldn't be at least you at least wouldn't be fully vegan Mm -hmm. now and we wouldn't have this channel so (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because I would always be worried about being judged. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you don't need that. There's already so many um, like stigmas and negativity around food in general. Yeah. No matter what diet exactly. or lifestyle like, I think, you're in. Yeah, I think food is such a sensitive subject for yeah. so many people. People are just trying, are still trying to figure out how to have a positive relationship with food and how to accept eat it not eating healthy all the time or not whatever it is like people are just still trying to figure out and navigate their mental well-being and its attachment to food and your relationship with food and what you eat and all that stuff that like adding on this extra thing is just we're all humans Mm -hmm. like there's only so much a human can do there's humans are allowed to mess up they're allowed to not be perfect they're allowed to be different than you are like i don't know i just I just hate that there's so little compassion towards humans in the activist community. Yeah. It's just like, I get you're in it for the animals. Like, I get it. But remember, there's still a human with emotions and feelings and power on the other side of those people you're yelling at. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, I have no idea the stats. I don't know if you've gone vegan through this kind of form of stuff. I like the really peaceful activism. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some that are pretty cool. At Like, they do show some graphic things, but they don't force people to watch it. You know, they're standing there to ask for questions if you want to ask questions, whatever. I like that kind of stuff. Do that. Mm -hmm. Be present. Sure. But this whole notion of you're not doing good enough if you're not doing this stuff is just what pisses me off. Yeah. Not everyone needs to be an activist in your version of the word activist. Because, I don't know, it just, ah, it makes me so mad. I just can't. It really is, like, the whole the idea of not doing enough, not being good enough. That yeah. is way too prevalent. And, and it's so damaging. It is. Like, you might not think it is. Like, who people saying this, that, like, you have to be this version of a vegan because I'm telling you to. Like, people might not realize how damaging that can be to emotional physical health and mental well-being like mm-hmm. being told you're not doing enough is so sucks in any whatever anyone's telling you you're not doing good enough in mm-hmm. whether you're not a good enough mom or you're not a good enough teacher or you're not a good enough vegan you're not a good enough whatever it is mm-hmm. like like i said if our comments on youtube were full of you're not doing this good enough we'd be I feel like we wouldn't be continuing this channel because it would, it would yeah. be so hard to stay motivated if people were constantly being like you're not good enough like and I feel like there's a lot of like vegans out there who do get that, who have like yeah. a bigger audience and they oh, do yeah. get a lot of the negativity. Like they are shown eating an Oreo and they're like, what are you doing? There's palm oil in them. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like yeah. I get, I get your strong feelings towards it, but there's better ways to go about it than telling someone they're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I really do feel like we need more vegans like that to be to have a platform yeah. and to be seen. I w- we should start this movement where we spread positive comments to vegans doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. I like your realness. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for being a real person. Yeah, and like, because honestly, I don't consume very much vegan content at all. I stay away from a lot of it other than the ones that I know are like like me. You know what's hilarious? I start watching all those ones that not all of them but there's a few of them that like i knew were vegan before didn't really watch much and then announced they weren't vegan and got so much hate and i'm like i started watching them like bonnie rebecca i didn't watch her content much i knew who she was i didn't watch her content much though i watch her content all the time now because i just like she dealt with it so well Mm -hmm. and like i was like i feel like she needs some support because she needs she's trying her best so i don't know i like 
the con- the vegan content I consume is our friends. Yeah. Watch our friends all the time. <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe that's it. Other than just like our friends and like the few like vegan influencers I like, like Sweet Simple Vegan and that yeah. Caitlin Shoemaker and all them. But like most of the time I'm consuming food content, not mm-hmm. specific vegan content. I don't know. I don't. Like, I hate all those reaction videos with no. the strongest of passions. Yeah. That's, although that's more like a YouTube problem than a vegan con- YouTube's problem. got a problem. <laughs> so yeah. many. That's for another episode. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, like, if it's ve- if it's vegan and about food and recipes, I'll probably watch it mm-hmm. for the most part. But, like, anything else I don't really watch. Mm. What other vegan content is there? I don't know. Like... <laughs> I'm not talking about, like, specific content, more just, like, the creators. Like, I only watch people who kind of think like we do. Well, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, Lisa and Sarah's Vegan Kitchen. Yeah. It's really the only vegan content I watch. Yeah. And occasionally Sweet Simple Vegan and From My Bowl and them. Mm -hmm. I don't watch them, like, a lot. But, yeah, pretty much. Lisa's the main one I watch. Yeah, seriously. Every time her video gets uploaded, I'm like, time to watch more Lisa. We have the same type of perspective. Yes, and it's so nice. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's like, yeah, I watch a lot of like people that tried veganism or used to be vegans and aren't anymore. Like, I think I watched Sarah's Day. Not a lot, but I watch her occasionally. I think she went vegan for like six months or something. She's not vegan anymore, but I like her because she's just so health focused. Mm. Uh, I watch a lot of health content, whether it's vegan or not, just because I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bonnie, Rebecca, I watch tons of now. This is so <laughs> funny. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> you don't... Like, I love this whole, like, you you were vegan because of you wanted views or whatever, which is not true. Look at our views. <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, you just go vegan because you want the clicks. And then, like, I started watching them when they told me they weren't yeah. vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I the vegan community just makes me sad so much that I try and like stay out of it. Like yeah, I no, used seriously. to be I used to be in a lot of those Facebook groups and like I don't remember how long ago it was, but I was just like I need this content off my Facebook. Yeah. I don't go on Facebook often, but I just need it gone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's too much. Now I'm now I'm watching a lot of like business focused things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like uh and like even like I've switched over my Facebook is now just like talking to other business owners and women and stuff like that so i'm like i can't have all this vegan content in my life because like honestly if it's got negativity in it you don't need it in your yeah, life yeah i'm vegan already i don't need negative content <laughs> you got me <laughs> all right well i don't know be happy <laughs> be spread happy. happiness moral of the story be happy yeah you're doing you're doing the best you can and we believe that yeah spread happiness try and eat vegan if you can if you can't don't sweat it and like really the answer to getting people to go vegan is probably not showing them graphic video footage of a slaughterhouse let's not start with that yeah let's start with delicious start with show them how good vegan food is and then help them make the emotional connection that helps them stay vegan in those rougher times where they're like oh i'm missing chicken wings or something like and like when we're talking about an emotional connection don't get the emotional connection from like fear. Yeah, I'm get sorry. It from, like, I was going I was to a sanctuary. I was remembering the family dog. Oh, I don't like that example. I hate that example where they. Oh yeah, they were talking about like, like compare the death of a cow to the family dog, 
which is a stupid way. I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to insult you if this is how you convince people, but like you have to understand what society we are in. And we are in a society where cows aren't pets. Mm -hmm. And there's a different emotional connection to pets versus farm animals or animals for food. Mm -hmm. And I get that sucks because they're the same. But like you have to understand comparing saying let's take the family dog to a slaughterhouse so we can watch with the family people slaughtering your family dog is not a good comparison to use. That's like telling them let's take one of your kids to the slaughterhouse. Like the family dog doesn't work. (laughs) That's like you more so be like let's take this stray cat to a slaughterhouse. Like that's the comparison because you don't have this emotional connection with this stray cat. Like I don't know. It's just like that comparison just doesn't work for me because it's like when you have a pet like I've never had a dog or a cat but I understand that when you have a pet that's a member of your family Mm -hmm. but like that's like that so it's the exact same of being like let's take your child to a slaughterhouse and watch it and trying to use that as a way to be like that's why we need to stop eating cows way too extreme I just don't get it and like really there are going to be people that just don't having get it. that emotional connection with an animal and feeling bad in, to that level it's just not in them yeah right? it's just not their personality they just can't yeah. feel that way there's also a lot of people that don't even like cats or dogs yeah. so and there's nothing wrong with that those people will probably just maybe eat vegan when it's convenient yeah or stuff like that they'll dabble in it but they yeah. might not go like all the way because it's just not in them to feel that way yeah and honestly there's nothing wrong with that i know i just like i hate this whole if you're not vegan you're wrong you're doing life wrong, wrong. and you're not you're not. You're doing life as best as you can do life. Yeah. Just if let you us can feed reduce, you delicious food. If you can reduce your animal co- consumption, that's great. If you can't because of whatever situations you're in, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, we will not judge you. No. We're just here to show you delicious food. Seriously. Try out one of our recipes. Let us know if you like them. That's all. Yeah. Don't put on uh, Slaughterhouse Documentaries. Put on Two Market Girls. Yes. Yes. If there is a screen that is not being used in your house, guys, go around. Search Two Market Girls (laughs) on YouTube. Put on the Big Mac pizza or something like that. Show them some delicious content. This is how we change the world. (laughs) We are going to change the world one computer screen at a time. Well, I think that's all we have for this episode. We hope you enjoyed hearing our um, different perspective on activism. Yes. If you have any thoughts on this discussion, please feel free to share them with us. We'd like to hear them. You can comment on YouTube or send us a tweet or a DM on Instagram, or you can send us an email at twomarketgirls at gmail.com. To see any of our delicious recipes, head over to our blog at twomarketgirls.com, and we're called Two Market Girls on YouTube. Whoa. Yeah, we got it all covered. (laughs) And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Woo! Thanks for listening. Bye.